Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, the show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. What is going on, everybody? I hope that you're having a fantastic day today like I am. Uh, It is a beautiful day here in Birmingham, Alabama. Weather is beautiful. Going to be a high 85 uh, today, I believe, so it's not exactly quite fall weather, Uh, although there are leaves on the ground all around my backyard, which eventually I will have to rake up. Not looking forward to that. Fall, probably one of my worst seasons because it involves all kinds of yard work and whatnot. Not super excited about it. Um, Also, we want to, just as a quick reminder, uh, to be in prayer for uh, those folks in the path of Hurricane Matthew. I have some friends over there on the East Coast uh, in Florida, having grown up in Vero Beach, Florida, uh, for my early days. Uh, We've been through a few of these hurricanes, and they can be quite devastating, and they can be problematic, and they can be deadly. So let's uh, just be in prayer uh, for those that are in the path of Hurricane Matthew, because they're going to get pelted with some wind and some rain and all kinds of things. So, uh, but uh, I don't know what it's like where you're at, but I hope that uh, I hope that it is uh, beautiful weather and sunshiny and all that kind of good stuff. I hope that your uh, see what the poll went well. Uh, I did not. Uh, have not participated in seeing the poll in a number of years, and this year I decided that our, our youth group felt like we needed to push in that direction, and so I really promoted it. Uh, we had a good turnout at our flag poll. I hope that you had one at yours, and then the following rally that night went very well, and there are always good reminders. Things like that are good reminders uh, to stand up for your faith, to go public uh, in a public place, in a public space with what you believe, and so... I just think those things are necessary. I think those things are positive moves for everybody, not just students, uh, but for us as well to take positive steps to publicly uh, be in the marketplace and declare who we are and what we're about and who Jesus is. And um, so today, as we get into this, this could turn into a therapy session. So I'm just giving you a heads up, just giving you a warning uh, that this could turn into some sort of therapy session for me as I begin to work through the topic of today of a downward cycle. I don't think you should trust anybody, by the way, that cannot share with you their failures, their struggles. If everything is always positive, always, uh, you know, nothing but successes and rainbows and unicorns uh, and everything like that, uh, run away from them because that is a scary, scary thing. So, uh, so, but let me open up with just a few fun things uh, today uh, from Cracked.com. Uh, they have 13 insane things that are happening right now. I'm only going to choose seven of them because seven of them are of interest to me. The rest, not so much, but I will put the link in the show notes that you can get a hold of by going to thedisciplesproject.net and going to resources and signing up for the newsletter. And of course, you get the link to all of those. But let me go ahead and start with uh, the fact that they're going to remake a live action version of The Lion King. Now, I don't know what's going on with that. I did not see The Jungle Book, but I hear John Favreau did a good job with that. And so they think it's a good idea to remake The Lion King. I don't know about that. Um, you have to let me know. Send me an email and say what you think about that, but I don't I don't know about redoing. I don't like redoing anything almost. So I mean that's probably just because I'm old and you should just leave things alone. Leave good things, leave perfect things alone. Don't mess with them, okay? 
All right, so remaking The Lion King, not a big fan of that. Uh, this thing about creepy clowns, by the way, and <laughs> we've had some here in Alabama. I don't know if you had any where you are. Uh, of course, it's Halloween, so it's going to be quite crazy. Uh, if you're not familiar with what's going on, these people are dressing up as clowns. They're standing by the roadsides. They're standing like just beside the trees uh, and getting you know in videos and things like that and scaring the tar out of kids and adults and drivers and everything else. And so I don't know what is going on with. Uh, look, I have look. I just advise you do not be a clown for Halloween because terrible, terrible things could happen. Uh, and I don't encourage that. So, uh, and I don't, I don't want to have like a fear of clowns. Like I have students that have fears of clowns and things like that. So I definitely w- wouldn't do that. But uh, you know, I don't really care about the clowns. But I, these people are taking it to like a whole other level of dumb. So, but that's just me. Um, also, crazy things that are going on right now. Google has introduced Google Station. Uh, which is an initiative to provide free, fast Wi-Fi service to every public place on Earth. Yes, please, more of that. I, I, we all need a little more Wi-Fi in our life, don't we? We don't want to be stuck in a location where we cannot get the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is the new oxygen. Uh, it's the new water. It's the new food. It's the new, it is, it is without that, people are t- just going to fall out. They're just going to die. And if those are those are people, obviously who are who were not born uh, pre pre internet, those of us born pre internet uh, are perfectly fine. Maybe uh, without it, we can survive, we can live, we just can't work. Uh, but other than that, we will. You know what we'll do if we can't find Wi Fi? We used to do a thing called read books, and that was kind of exciting. And uh, and I would just read a book. So that's just me, though. Now this is going to be disgusting. So I just want to point this out before I, if you need to put on earmuffs or whatever, uh, a woman, a woman carrying two containers of her dead husband's entrails was stopped by customs officials in an airport in Graz, Austria. She claimed that she wanted to have them tested after her husband died during a surgical procedure because she suspected that he had been poisoned. And remarkably, she was not arrested because no laws had been broken. So ultimately then, uh, you know, I guess you can just walk around with entrails. Uh, you can walk around with a jar <laughs> full of entrails and, uh, <clears throat> and it not be a problem. It's not against the law to do that. So you can carry around body parts in jars. That's not very exciting. That's kind of disgusting. And, and how sh- I, I, Would you want to be in line next to her in the airport and saying, oh, what is that? Is that some sort of new animal? No, no, that's my husband's entrails. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want to be in line eating pizza either during that time or pasta of any kind because that would just gross things out even more. Uh, Another thing that is going on right now, uh, excited, get excited, everybody. Here it comes. Uh, They are announcing that Will Forte is making MacGruber 2. MacGruber 2. Now, if you've never seen MacGruber 1, it was pretty awesomely bad. Um, but uh, despite the fact that the failure uh, was, you know, the original was a failure, they're going to make two. Um, and Will Forte says, says, look, we didn't care what people thought. We loved it. And so I guess that's where you get to in life, that if you can make movies that people did not like the first time, 
if you have enough money and you can crowdfund it or source out, that's not what they did here, I don't think. But if you can just crowd for, you know, fund it and say, well, look, we're going to make another movie just because we like it, well, then there you go. I guess you can do that, and uh, regardless of what the public thinks. Um, also going on, Disney, think about buying Twitter for a reported $30 billion. $30 billion. I, now, look, I don't know about that. I don't know if I want to see Mickey Mouse and Tinkerbell and... I don't know if I want to see all this kind of Disney-esque things in my Twitter feed. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll, maybe it'll do something for it. I don't know. It could be fun. <clears throat> There'd be a lot of um, Disney handles coming onto the scene. So I guess that would be fun. And finally, and sadly, is, um, is Adventure Time. We'll be ending after its ninth season. Cartoon Network announced that the cult hit about best friends Finn and Jake in the land of Ooh will end in 2018. Uh, creator Pendleton Ward reflected on the popularity of the show, saying, I'm really happy that it's connected with an audience for so long. It's a special thing, I think. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. The first time I saw it, I just thought to myself, you know, there's people using drugs and making and, and playing with artistic equipment. I just thought, I thought, man, somebody got really high... <laughs> And making this. And by the way, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm watching it. I'm thinking I'm having a flashback to my high school days and going, what is this? This is crazy. I mean, it's like after watching the show, you just have the munchies. I don't know what's up. But but the show, for all its uh, things, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a kind of a cool thing. I kind of tuned out after, you know, I wasn't like a regular watcher necessarily. It's kind of like when it came on, it came on. It was always kind of funny to watch and had some interesting characters and stuff like that. So, but, but that is uh, what is going on. You let me know uh, if you enjoy uh, Adventure Time. Uh, if you ever want to hit me up at thedprojectme.com, feel free to send me a uh, email and let me know your thoughts on what you think of what's happening in the news today. And um, this is where we get into the therapy session, I think. So, hang on. <laughs> Let's talk about getting caught in the rip current of a downward cycle in youth ministry. Now, I'm experiencing this in my own youth ministry right now, and that's why I'm calling it a therapy session of sorts, because uh, you know what? It's not a fun experience. It's not even the first time I've experienced it, but it is, a, it is an experience that you feel like, uh, let me put it this way, it's kind of like getting caught in an actual riptide, which I have been caught in an actual riptide, and uh, it, it, or a rip current, if you want to call it. But uh, but a, a riptide, a rip current is uh, is this kind of this flow of waves that are just sucking you out to sea, and the land is getting further and further away from you, and you are going, what is going on? What is happening here? Why am I <laughs> why why am I drifting so far away? And why every time I swim even faster and harder, does it seem that I am getting further and further away from the land? And so I started to, you know, re reflect on this. And, you know, I had to remember then something I was taught living in Florida. If you ever caught in a rip current, you should swim parallel to that. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about swimming parallel to your downward cycle, because if you don't, you see, you're just going to work harder and harder and harder and harder in the riptide of the down cycle, rather than just saying, listen, this is a down cycle. I've got to swim parallel to it, and you're just going to get sucked out further. 
the deal is that we all go through cycles in youth ministry. We gra- it could be the perfect storm. The perfect storm is graduating out, graduating out a ton of seniors out of your youth ministry with getting hardly no uh, kids graduating up from children's ministry. And when you have that perfect storm, uh, you're going to have uh, lower numbers. Uh, you're going to find it harder to get momentum going. You're going to you're going to uh, find out that kids maybe show up to less events. Um, once again, affecting the momentum factor. And so you have all these kind of things that are going on. But you have to remember that this is a cycle. Things move in cycles. This is a a thing. This year may be a hard year for you. It may be a hard year for me. Uh, but I have to remember to be able to, um, you know, swim parallel to the situation. In other words, me working harder and faster and swimming against that riptide isn't going to get me out of the riptide. It's not, if I could have a, if I had a freak out and just said, hey, listen, I'm just going to just go completely crazy and I'm going to go more, do more evangelism, more things and, and, and really hit these kids to bring their friends and go crazy on that. You listen, that's crazy survival mode and you can't go into crazy survival mode because like I said, you're just going to drift further and further. So let me give you the four areas or the four ways maybe to uh, swim parallel to your situation, that if you're in a downward cycle in some way, and once again, it's tough because there's nothing you can point your finger to. It just is what it is. It's a riptide. It's a down cycle. And you can't point one finger and go, oh, that's the reason why. Oh, that's the reason why. That's It's a combination of things that are happening uh, in your youth ministry, in your community, in your church, all kinds of stuff going on. So the first thing is this. First thing is you have to pray parallel. Pray parallel. In other words, you have to, listen, I'm praying in the now. I, I, I'm not praying, Lord, make our youth ministry what it used to be, right? Because otherwise I sound like maybe some older saints who want the church to go back to its glory days. And, and instead, I am praying and saying, Lord, who are we going to be next, right? What adventure do you have me on right now? And that's what I'm praying. I'm saying, Lord, what do you, what do you have for me? What's going to want? What 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 are you going to do here? Yes, I'm losing some fantastic kids. I'm not going, but man, the kids you've given me, where where are you going to take us? Where, what is this going to look like in a year or two? And uh, I think we have to be able to pray parallel, and that will keep us from uh, working harder, working faster only to be drifting out further. The second thing I do is I promote parallel. In other words, I don't try to oversell who we are to make more kids come. In other words, I don't, I don't, I don't just sit there and go, hey, guys, this is the greatest youth group on earth, and we're going to be happy. You know, I don't, I don't promote, I don't necessarily do even bigger events to, uh, to induce uh, a rush of students to come in, per se. You know, I continue to make announcements. I continue to uh, advertise in video who we are. I do it on Facebook. I do it on Instagram, uh, I, I in Snapchat, all the places I need to go. And just say, look, I, I just continue to do, I advertise who we are, not who we're not. And I say, look, we're going to build faith in those uh, who are coming, and by watching the videos, those who are not coming will still see, look, we're still moving forward. We're still moving ahead. And uh, listen, when you're ready to come back, we are here, and we want you to come back and be a part. And, uh, and so I just don't oversell it, and I don't, I don't, here's the key here is I don't try to sound desperate. Like, oh my gosh, 
if I don't get enough kids. Listen, I can, we can only do what we can do. I understand this. And uh, that doesn't, that's not an excuse. That's not anything like that. That's simply saying you have to know where you're at. You have to be able to read it, the signs, and you have to be able to move and, and promote in a way that's going to be honest and authentic. Uh, and so you will draw all, you know, authentic kids you know, who want to be a part of this, uh, who need to know the Lord. Uh, also, I praise parallel. I praise parallel. Like prayer, you know, I praise God for what he's doing in the lives of the parents I currently have. You know, I praise God. I'm not trying to buy God off. I can't buy him off anyway. You know, I'm just saying, Lord, uh, I thank you for the lives of the kids you've given me. I, I, you know, I praise God for who you are, God. Uh, I praise God that you love me and will continue to love me through this cycle. So I am praising my way out of this thing. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna continue to praise God for what He's doing and uh, not all, you know, and what He is gonna do. You know, I, like I said, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I don't want to live so far in the future and all build up these grandiose ideas. I want to, I want to, you know, have a vision, but I don't want to be presumptuous and I don't want to build my own thoughts and ideas of what youth ministry will be uh, in my perfect little world. I want to be able to say, God, your will be done and you make it what you want to make it so that we can uh, effectively minister to teenagers. And then the last thing is I try to be positive parallel. You know, I don't share, there's a lot of people who share, you know, their woes publicly. Um, They you know, they complain, they gripe in the church, they talk to people, uh, they, they, you know, they get down publicly, they walk around with their head down, and, uh, and I just don't, I just don't post or whine on social media looking for pity. Uh, I find the silver linings in my meetings, in my interactions with students, in what's going on in the church, and I stay positive, uh, you know, because if you keep thinking that you're going to die in the riptide, guess what? you're going to die in the riptide. If you're constantly thinking, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I can't believe I'm going to die, this is going to kill me. Listen, it's a cycle. You have to be able to push through it. You have to be able to to, uh, observe it, be in it, swim parallel to it. Yes, you're going to be tired and exhausted like I was when I got to shore after I did that, but I lived, and uh, thankfully I understood that swimming parallel was the answer to getting out of the riptide. And so that is the core today, ladies and gentlemen. That is the core of today's uh, therapy session for myself. So pray for me, and I will pray for you. Uh, be sure uh, these notes will come to you uh, via the email if you go to the discipleproject.net and click on resources and uh, sign up there for the, uh, the Fresh Impact newsletter, and you'll get the notes. Uh, and you can keep these handy in case you are going through that cycle. If you're not... Don't worry, someday you might, but uh, I'm not praying that on you, just like I'm not praying uh, Hurricane Matthew gets on to anybody. So, all right, so folks, it is time to move on to nerding out. What am I nerding out about? You're about to find out. So nerding out today, I have several things that I am nerding out about. Uh, One is Luke Cage. Uh, Once again, I'm a big Netflix fan of these Marvel series. I think they're doing an outstanding job of production, of quality, of character development, all these things. Uh, So if you're a superhero fan or a Marvel fan or a comic book fan like myself, uh, Luke Cage, I just got through done binging it the other day. took me two days, I think, or three days to get through it. Um, But it is quality storytelling, uh, and so that's what I'm all up into. I'm also nerding out about 
uh, these, uh, and this was really random. You know how you go through your YouTube thing and, and, and it gives recommendations? Well, I started watching these dance-off videos, and they just got weirder and weirder. I mean, first of all, it was like dance-off between nerds and jocks, and then it was like, uh, you know, jocks versus teachers, and then it was like, uh, you know, then it got into <laughs> it got into Twilight versus Harry Potter, and then it was just like craziness. I'm like, what are these things? And they're pretty great. I mean, they're uh, oh, that's right. Then I saw Hillary and Trump dance off, and it was just crazy stuff. But that, I was totally going crazy. I was like, wow. This is just like this. Uh, just something that you could play. That's something you could play before your youth group. Just have it running and just you know have a whole playlist full of these dance off because they're so odd. They're so weird. Uh, uh, but the dancing is so good, uh, you know. And so they're they're clean and all that kind of good stuff. So you don't have to worry about that. And once again, the links in the show notes. The last thing that I am nerding out about is my YouTube channel. And I'll be honest with you. This is shameless self promotion. Uh, because I'm getting a little excited. Um, I have been making videos now for about, I don't know, three years, maybe three years solid, and um, maybe a little bit before that, but three years solid. I've been really working on my YouTube channel, really love shooting video. I love doing interviews. I love uh, sharing concepts and ideas, and I am nerding out because I am officially four subscribers away from 1,000 subscribers. Now, look, this may not be a big deal to you folks, but I am stoked about it because I'm hoping that I'm going to get some more extra tools or maybe they'll send me, you know, a hey, thumbs up. I don't know, something like that. It just was one of my goals. And I've really been working hard at sharing uh, the videos, trying to put content out that uh, you guys uh, would like as youth workers, uh, visual content, like looking uh, and doing uh, a room design things, not only on my youth room, but on other people's youth rooms, uh, as well as just doing little Bible study stuff, ideas, all that kind of good stuff. So if you are interested in uh, being a subscriber, you can go over to youtube.com slash Jedi for Hire. You become a subscriber there, and uh, if you do that and I get over a 1,000, um, I will get on this podcast and tell you and uh, sing you a song or something. I will do something, but it will be an exciting time for me. So uh, if you would like content like that in your inbox all the time, please go ahead and subscribe uh, because it is something I've been uh, toiling over for about three years uh, to get to that level. So it's a big day. It's a big day for me. So <laughs> now it is time for the moment of motivation Something to keep you going, something to keep you on track in your own personal life. So here it is. The quote today I have for you is from Pat Riley. Pat Riley says, if you have a positive attitude and constantly strive to give your best effort, eventually you will overcome your immediate problems and find you are ready for greater challenges. And I like that quote because it has to deal with positivity. It has to have with pushing through. And if you're going through a downward cycle in your youth ministry, stay positive. Find the bright spots in your ministry. Uh, strive to continue to give your best effort. Don't slack. Don't, uh, don't uh, you know, look down on everything. Don't walk around with your head sagging to the ground. Stay positive, and eventually you'll overcome these immediate problems that are eventually going to go away and you will be then ready for the greater challenges. This time, this moment, just like it is my time and my moment, to grow through it so that I can become ready for greater challenges that God has for me. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today for the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it today. Uh, I hope that you are 
having a phenomenal day, and you will have a phenomenal day today. Once again, if you uh, want to give me any feedback, you can head on over and uh, click on your mail. Send an email to thedproject@me.com. By the way, if you have time, please head over to the iTunes podcast section and be sure to rate and review this podcast so that other people can find it and get the same benefit that you guys do in listening to it. I want to thank you guys so much for listening today, and I will see you guys next time. Have a good day, everybody.